To understand the macroburst that hit Akron, Colorado on June 8th, we contacted Russ Schumacher, Colorado State Climatologist and Director of the Colorado Climate Center at Colorado State University, to explain what they are and how they're different from tornadoes. Just describe what's a macroburst for those of us. Sure. So, so anytime you have thunderstorms, generally there will be you know, once the once the rain starts to form, it starts to fall, and then some of it evaporates, and that cools the air around it, and so you get these sort of downward moving bursts of air. And so, you know, in lots of thunderstorms, those are those are very common, and especially here, you know, along the Front Range where it tends to be pretty dry um, in general. You know, we get them fairly frequently, but this one that that hit Akron was quite unusual in that um, one, it occurred in the middle of the night, which is not usually the time that, that we tend to see those. Um, and it was unusually strong with, with winds measured, you know, over wind gusts over 100 miles per hour in a few spots and, you know, very significant damage there in, in Akron and, and some of the surrounding areas. So what's the difference between a microburst and a macroburst? Uh, really just the, the scale, the mic, uh, you know, how, how big oh. they are. Um, a microburst is maybe, maybe hits a, yeah, very, very localized area um, oh. and is over pretty quickly. A macroburst, you know, would be more, right, like the size of, of a whole town and, and maybe last for, for several minutes as opposed to, to maybe 30 seconds or something like that that you might get with a microburst. So when this happened, um, it was the night when a really strong cold front came through. So there was a strong cold front and the winds were out of the north. And it was actually quite cold that evening. It had turned cold and rainy all through northeast Colorado, was 45, 50 degrees. Again, not the typical situation where we get strong thunderstorms in, in general. But then, right, when, when this line of storms developed, so they got the initial blast from the, from the south then, so a really rapid shift in the wind speed going from winds out of the north to these 100-mile-an-hour gusts out of the south. But then also then the winds on the, the backside of that downburst then were coming back out of the north and were really strong too. So I think that probably had something to, to do with, with the damage. And it, and it lasted, you know, a, a, a fairly long time. The 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 winds were at the at the ground were very very strong and and not not in a swirling pattern like you'd see in a tornado but sort of this just very very strong downward motion and then that air hits the ground and spreads out and and that's where the really strong winds happen someone described it to me as if water's coming out of a faucet sink and it just splatters every direction is that a good analogy i think that's a pretty good analogy yeah how is it different than a tornado then? Um, I mean, so the so tornado is really characterized by the, the rapidly rotating winds, right? So, mm. so that's kind of what's happening there is everything is, is uh, you know, in rotational pattern. And, and people who, like when the National Weather Service goes out and studies these storms after, looks at the damage after the fact, they can figure out that because the, the pattern of damage that you get from a tornado will end up looking quite different because of those swirling spinning winds than it will for something like a, a macroburst like this or a microburst where the, the, the damage will be sort of a spreading out pattern as opposed to a coming together pattern that you'd get from a, from a tornado. Um, so, so the tornado has the, the, the swirling rotating winds, whereas these are 
um, right, sort of down very rapidly down rushing air and then hitting the ground and spreading out from, you know, from side to side in all directions. Getting 100 mile an hour winds is unusual no matter what, um, but but in terms of the meteorological situation, it's not the type of, of situation where we tend to see this. It, it wasn't really very well anticipated. Um, you know, we're, we're getting so much better at, at forecasting these sorts of storms, um, but, but this one was, was uh, not one that was very well anticipated, um, again, because it occurred in such an unusual situation where it was quite chilly out and, you know, not your sort of typical warm, moist uh, afternoon when, you, when we are, are used to seeing thunderstorms, but um, pretty, pretty unusual situation all around. All right. So the sixty-four thousand dollar question: Is it climate related? Uh, I think it's. I mean, it, that's a that's a valid question, but I'm not sure that we know enough at this point to say much about that. It's a. It's certainly a an unusual situation, but it didn't happen. You know, it didn't happen in a in a sort of you know on a on a day that was warmer than usual or anything like that so right. so it's not kind of easy to chalk up to to something like that so um but we'll we'll kind of as we as we look cl more closely at it we'll uh we'll hmm. take a look at at that question as well